today, is consensual drunk sex normal and harmless? Or have students a lot to learn about sexual consent? Right, I'm making coffee. speak to some of them. Preventing a papal plague? How serious is the risk of infectious diseases as half a million people gather for prayers with Pope Francis? Brian O'Connell takes us out on an ill night by rural Hiya, Louis. Hiya, Louis. You want attention, don't you? You do. I'll take you for a walk after I've had a cup of coffee. Okay. So this is a very popular national radio station. Right, I'm not much interested in motorists being taxed on the di distance that they're travelling. The time is 10 o'clock. I don't know if that was said there. It's time to eat a few blueberries. I've already eaten an apple and had a cup of tea. something. A little water, a little hot water to get the bloom of the coffee. The other thing I know is that my own hearing is not so good. So what I'm doing in terms of sound is louder to you than it is to me. Oh, the cat needs to come from the the coffee before I press it down through the filter into the cup. The cup comes from Prague and has images of Prague Castle, um, the bridge, Charles Bridge, the trams. It's green, mainly green with designs on it which are people. Franz Kafka is there. There is something that looks like a replica of the Eiffel Tower. Um, yeah, Prague. Much and all as I enjoyed Prague. Oh dear, what happened? There 
was no air resisting the plunger. <clears throat> Let's hope there's some... The coffee is not purely black, that on the surface of the coffee... Oh no, pity. There was nothing, there is nothing on the surface of the coffee. You know when you press coffee, you get something that has a hint of brown. Okay, put the headphones away, Sony headphones. Move Tunesmith, Inside the Art of Songwriting by Jimmy Webb, out of the way. Move some rubbish plastic. We live in a plastic world. Does anyone remember the film The Graduate? One of the things that I remember best from it is that somewhere in the script of it, the word plastic was used with an emphasis that plastic was fake. Not that plastic was pliable. Not that... Anyway, cheers. It's a little too bitter. I'm going to add a little more water. Actually, the coffee has, you could say, gone off because it's the very last bit of the ground coffee and it's been exposed to so much air over the last, I don't know how long, at least two weeks, that uh, it coffee deteriorates at a much, ground coffee deteriorates at a much more rapid rate than people appreciate Or rather, yes, than people appreciate, but also than people realise. Oh, I've had such a good morning listening to my friend Zaki from Switzerland, from Valley in Switzerland, uh, talking about Arpitan, a language that he has, that he is actively involved in conserving, if not bringing back. Absolutely fascinating if to have somebody who is uh, actively you know, working to preserve the last remnants and expand the use of a language which will uh, may soon die out, or unless this generation does something about it, will die out. It feels a great privilege to me to know, listen to over many years now, um, the voice of a man who is committed to doing something as noble and as relevant to him. You know, I like people who have got causes. Well, I like other people too, but people who have causes, people like Robin Milne, the painter in California, and Zaki, and it's not that there aren't other people with causes, but they're the two names that pop into my head. And these, um, I'm a cause person myself, but the weakness I have is that I am eclectic. 
as opposed to being focused. You know, what is your biggest cause, Paul? Well, I think my biggest cause is being, call this a terrible cliche, genuine. The being real, cutting out bullshit, saying and living in a way that is different from the pursuit of status, the pursuit of money, that is a life that is an, an effort to realize who you are yourself and to apply who you are yourself everywhere. I don't know. I'm not satisfied. It's much more, my, my cause is much more nebulous than Robin Milne's cause and Zaki's cause and I can't help it. You know, it's, well, I can, I could train myself, I could be coached, I could, I could change, I can change, I could change, but I'm too much in love with a variety of things. So there we are. Good morning to you all. Good morning. To receive the voice of Robert Neal, who lives on the western tip of Lake Ontario in Canada and who travels frequently into Toronto, I is, is splendid, is, uh, wakes me up, uh, brings alive uh, a feeling of anticipation. I seldom know what Robert is going to speak about and he still remains the best reader of poetry that I have come across. Uh, yes, that I have come across, full stop. But it, this is not poetry I'm going to play you now. Um, I'm going to play you a piece uh, of uh, uh, commentary by uh, Robert Neal on uh, the reading, uh, a reading that I'm doing um, as separate episodes within Anchor. I'm adding them here because it's the quickest place I can think of to to put them and it is really a feature of this morning before I go into the woods and uh, perhaps uh, read more of Rebecca Solnit's uh, magnificent book, uh, a book I consider magnificent, uh, Wanderlust, A History of Walking. Anyway, listen to Robert Neal. He, yes, just please uh, listen to uh, uh, a discerning man. I've been thinking, Paul, about your reading of Wanderlust, and I've in particular just listened to you finish reading the chapter where Rebecca Solnit is writing about Kierkegaard and his walking. And it occurred to me that as a piece of audio, there's something very interesting in this 
Kierkegaard has has no idea about what Rebecca Solnit has done with his walking and thinking. He can't possibly know it. Rebecca Solnit brings Kierkegaard forward into your hands and then and then you bring forward Rebecca Solnit now it's not impossible that she knows you're doing it I suspect it's unlikely but not impossible but Rebecca Solnit doesn't know how you are bringing us her Kierkegaard and her writing about walking and thinking and Kierkegaard. And then, because it's anchor, you can see who's listening. So you know that I'm listening. And you might imagine from what you know of me how I might be responding to some pieces of the audio, to Kierkegaard and to Rebecca Solnit. And you'll know who else is listening and imagining their responses as well. So, now, what was I going to say? Yes, so you can see who's listening. And you're also changing Rebecca Solnit in terms of, you know, how you read, what you emphasize, what passages you choose to repeat, and that you tell us you're impressed by your asides. So again, it's changed. So it's not just Kierkegaard and Rebecca Solnit, but we're also hearing Paolo Mani. And you've succeeded by walking as you read. And I heard you encounter, encounter an acquaintance at the end there. To turn this into a very living adventure in reading. Very interesting, very interesting.